Thank you, Mr. Matthew. I appreciate that. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Triple T, the Tipsy Theater with Tarkin. My name is Tarkin. We actually have a full house in here today. Uh, to my right, we have Mr. Matthew. Oh, hey. How you doing, bud? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Across from me, back from her run of her lovely show, Steel Magnolias, where she played the wonderful Shelby, give it up for Miss Rebecca. Yay. How Happy you doing, to be girl? back. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm still recovering from the show, but <laughs> I'm doing good. Can't I know. complain. It takes a little bit to like just decompress from something like that. It really does. Yeah. It really and does. So we have to introduce our guest to my left, the wonderful Mr. Larry Friedland. Give it up for him, ladies and gentlemen. I got Thank that you. one right. Thank you. My gosh, that felt good. <laughs> right? Could you follow me around and play that on occasion during the course of my day? That you know what? Amazing. I would love to. I would wish it wouldn't cut off so suddenly. Yeah, it is kind of an abrupt, it is very like, abrupt. stop. <laughs> it is, now, if it decided so... to loop, I wish I had like a laugh track on here, too. I think that would be fun. That would be fun. That would be nice. I think, well, let me, all right. So this is, don't, don't laugh at me if this doesn't work. Okay, no, that's not that one. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rim shot. Uh, I don't think this this is the sad trombone, and that was the funky music. So no, we don't have a we don't have a. Nah. Okay. Maybe next time. next time. How are you, Mr. Larry? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's going to be so fun. I hope so. Oh, I know <laughs> I so. Do. So, Mr. Larry, I'd like yes. to start off with some of the simple questions. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> Where did you get your start in theater? In theater. Yes, okay, just so, theater in general. All right. In theater in general, I actually was in my first play when I was six. It was Ooh. Mary Poppins, and oh. I was Bert, and it's exactly what you think that would look like at that time. <laughs> um, and so, I, and I, uh, my parents found some, some, um, like, kind of, kind of camps uh, being held at the university where, where near us, and and uh, and I went, and I just started doing these things, and and they kind of got me involved that way, and I just fell in love with it immediately. Oh, that's super cool! So. I also kind of started on like little theater camps throughout like yeah. uh, early stages, like middle school, elementary school. Did you guys ever have that when you were growing up? No, no? I was homeschooled. Remember? Ah, that's right. Sorry, Bex. I am I apologize for you. So, did you have that. lots of plays in your backyard? Uh. No, no, not really. Okay. You would think we would, but no. I, I was I was a weird homeschooler in that I was in a family of two and not 12. So it's kind of hard to put on a play when you only have a little brother that doesn't really want to participate. Got so it. we did do a lot of Nerf sword fights, though. So that was fun. Well, you have some experience with nerfs, Nerf do. sword fights. I do have a lot of Nerf experience. Which will yeah. come into uh, the, uh, the stage combat stuff. When did you really start getting into stage combat? Because around here, you are the master. If there's mm -hmm. anything that anybody needs stage combat for, even if it's just a simple slap, it's Larry. Call up Larry. I appreciate that, and I've, I've you're very good. I've tried. I've, I've worked hard to kind of hope that people go, "Hey, he's safe, and this will look good." And and you're and the best. So thank you. I really mm -hmm. appreciate that. I um okay. So when I was 16, uh, my dear friend at the time, David Lovisek, uh, he he's like, I met some folks, and I'm like, oh, okay. And he's and and I lived in I lived in Fort Lauderdale, and he met people in like North Miami, I think. Oh. And we drove down, like you do when you're 16, um, into Miami and found these folks at a park and they played, they, it was the Royal Chessmen and they played chess for real. Oh. And they set up a board on the ground and they fought for the squares and they taught to fight. Now it turns out that what it was is they did choreography and it was for a lot of times for Renaissance festivals and things. Sure. But these groups, these got together and they trained 
how to use these weapons and these wonderful blunders. And it was nothing I had ever at that point been like, this is incredible. I was just 16. My parents gave me my first sword for my 16th birthday. And I kind of like found this thing and went, oh. And then David found this and went, oh, this is... And, and it really spoke to me. And it spoke to all the parts of me that are like, wow, I'm terrible at sports. I've never been into sports. I can't swing. I can't catch. I don't throw very well. But it turns out that my body was kind of built for this. Nice. And, uh, and so there it is. And so I found, once I started with that, I ended up going on and met some folks. And once college started, and we found, like, had professors who taught and ended up uh, moving through uh, Lost Colony. I worked at Lost Colony for several seasons okay. and uh, met David Dirsch, who was the fight choreographer that year, who was from Society of American Fight Directors, and he nice. certified. There's a training process that you go through and certified a bunch of us together. And, uh, and we worked very, very hard and took a test in front of a, a fight master and, and to show proficiency. And I was way hooked, like by then, <laughs> by college. And like, this is something you can do? Like, I can, I can do this? Because nice. I don't sing very much. And I don't sure. dance very well, but murder, that's, <laughs> that's, your, that's, that's your specialty. Really, like, this really <laughs> called to me, and it just Hy- felt like Hypothetical murder. We should, <laughs> we should, we should, we should yeah. clarify. For uh, clarify. anybody who's ever, I, you know, uh, worried about if we ever actually do an actual murder, it doesn't involve anybody in this room. No, 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 no. It's no, no, not no. me. We were somewhere else at the time. <laughs> we, were in, we were in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale that at the weekend. time. That weekend, yeah. Absolutely. Totally not, yeah. <laughs> How long does something like that take to be certified in something like that? So it's, well, ideally it's weeks and weeks of training. Sure. And for us, it took the summer. So during the time oh, okay. we were in pr- production and performance, on our days off several times we would practice and we would learn the basic cool. skill sets. And then there was a set piece of choreography. And then you would learn, a, so you would go through the choreography and he'd, the teacher, he'd work with you until it was honed. And you would add and start acting. And so they, you'd pick a scene. Nice. And you would take those fights and play out that scene. So everybody had the same fight. We had rapier and dagger, quarterstaff and unarmed, and we learned these process, and then you had to add a scene. And so everyone did it in whatever, however you want those three to go, and sure. still work. And you still, but you had to be, be able to, to produce that choreography um, for judgment. That's so cool. It's a lot of fun. It really is. It really was great. So for something like that, how long does it usually take from like the beginning of set a scene and for you to like draw that out for the whole fight thing? I know you said maybe like a couple weeks for it to be like, here, we need to do this, this, and this. Like when you're actually sitting down and doing it, like I imagine it's probably a couple hours for each session and then, oh, hey, if we can work on this, we can work on that. So depending, so that's interesting. So for this, for that, which was a long time and far away, but for, for productions, I find, um, depending on what it is, Sure. And I work probably differently than a lot of fight choreographers. And a lot of fight choreographers might look at me and go, "You do that's terrible. Like, that's terrible, and please don't ever do that. Well, don't and worry. No one around here is going to say things. that. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but like, the process is different for everybody. But there's a, there are some very official ways that some people choose to do. The same as like um, dance choreographers. And even if they go so far as lava notation, where they've made these, these markings that are able to be read by people who know such markings, to go, oh, that's when you jump, and that's a jeté here. And this, you're doing all these things. So... Depending on the production, if it's a protracted sword fight, I will write that. Okay. And I'm very, I have a coding system that I've kind of grown into, I've kind of created for myself and that I've taught other people how to do. And it allows me to look at a page and see which way the movement is going and what these letters mean and what they're going to do. And those, that, depending on the fight, it can, it's hours of choreography because I have to of think about, well, what's the story? 
and I have to see it. Because a lot of times, just like anything, it looks really good in your head, and then the human body won't do that. Or the actor <laughs> who you're working with, who is wonderful and talented, may not physically be able to do what you've asked for. Sure. And we have to take that into like absolute consideration. Um, because first safety, obviously, but it's it's definitely like I want you to I want you to feel comfortable. Because if you don't feel comfortable, this doesn't work and you're dangerous and you're and, and that's terrifying. And it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good, but it get danger like my, my first hospital, no hospital. Hospital, no hospital. Like you definitely I don't want to hurt anybody. No. I love fighting. I hate violence. Real violence. Yeah. I love all of it. And I joke all the time and everything and it's a bloody mess. But <laughs> it but I really want everybody to be safe and and sound and we could we're trying to tell a story. Oh, and also know who's going to be fighting. So yeah. the really neat thing that happens in my industry is that people will often say, We need a fight. Cool. That's what I do, right? And and I'd love to come in. And then they go, Okay, uh, can you come in whatever, can you come in and do this? Sure. By the way, when you show up there's 30 people in the scene. They did not give an indication of 30. One of my favorite things to happen, and I won't mention anything specifically, no, but in several not. productions, they go, oh, by the way, there's, so we're going to do a battle scene. Fantastic. We have a piece of music once I show up, and I have not heard the music, and they go, there's a piece of music that is playing under this. We need a fight that's going to be approximately 2 minutes and 30 seconds, or ish. And you have to understand, like, for a sword, a, a, a basic interaction of in course. sword play, which is, which is called a phrase. We, like to, we call it a phrase. And nice. it's, a, it's a, like a beat in a, in a script. This is the idea that's happening. It might be 10 moves. Mm -hmm. You and I and you and I and you, you and I. I. Yep. That's at theatrical speed for the most part, probably only five or six seconds long probably, once yeah. we get to... When we're talking two and a half minutes and 30 people in constant motion, mm -hmm. that's significant amount of work and it's time and practice and a lot of moving parts. What I've been able to learn how to do um, living in the valley is that that happens and so to start choreographing in space and organically. So I come in and I go, okay, we know what's happening, but now there's more people to do this with. Mm -hmm. I have to give them business. There's no way I knew. Or, oh yeah, there's nine children on this stage also that are not scripted. We just added kids. Just added kids. Can just you make that bodies. work? I'm like, sure, I'll kill some children, whatever. <laughs> um, I pro in theory, in theory, I theatrically. We're not actually meaning, but thank you for letting me kill that one kid though in that one show. <laughs> I got you. He right? had it coming. He, he had it. it. There's nothing like knowing the parents and then knowing that they'll fully let me just do Murder something very child. interesting and I like, because I'll ask first. I'm like, do you mind if I, this may make you very uncomfortable. I just want to let you know. And they're like, sure, go ahead. Fabulous. And it, it tells an interesting story sometimes. Well, and you're the best. So they allow you but to I do that. I appreciate that. So, so sometimes it takes a lot longer. So depending on those things, it can be hours and hours of organic and we have to film it and we have to stop and we have to, because I didn't write it down. Um, ideally, you have a fight captain. Uh, which, in fact, ideally, it's, it's almost, in, you should absolutely, every production should have a fight captain who is going to be able to watch this and study it and write it down and take pictures so that when I'm not there, they can hold it to the choreography. It's just like dance. You can't change your dance. You can't never, 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 never change your fight. Yeah. Um, I will always say this, and I hope I, if you've fought with me already ever, it's, it, it's always, um, if it doesn't work, I will fix it. 
just let me fix it. Yeah. Don't go, I just don't feel right about this and come up with your own stuff. Because even if you're trained, I'm looking at things sometimes in a different way and I'm happy to. I'm never married to my choreography. I'll fix it with anything. But ask first is probably the safest way Absolutely. And I've seen plenty of productions and unfortunately been in productions where a lot of the times won't happen. They will look at it. Oh, that doesn't look right. I'm going to change that. And then they don't even... And, and the actors are usually like, okay, well, if Larry choreographed this, I'd like for him to at least see it to make sure I'm safe. First yeah. and foremost. Right. First and foremost. Because mm-hmm. safety is important. Absolutely. I want to be able to get back up after I do this. Yes. And, <laughs> and we I'm, all have these horrified, I won't, let's not tonight, but all oh. of us in this, I mean, in theater, we all have injury stories, but in oh. quarry, fight, in combat, mm-hmm. in the combat industry, there's always those, oh, yeah. right? And I like to keep my, I have a very, very, very short list of like oopses, and so we don't, and hopefully mm-hmm. it didn't come from the choreography itself. Accidents do happen, but we try to make sure that everything has been taken care of so accidents are exceptionally rare Absolutely. so that nobody gets injured because that's hideous. No, it's and hideous. who really wants to get injured doing something like this? Oh, no. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It sure does. And you don't want to ever do it again, and then you yeah. lose that talent forever. Exactly. exactly. Like I, one show I did, I had to do a bunch of pratfalls and stuff. We didn't have a fight choreographer in that one. A lot of hardwood meeting skull was not fun. I had to learn it the hard way. So I learned after that, it's like, well, if they're not going to take care of me, I have to take care of me. Or call up Larry. He'll know. (laughs) And and I'll happily help. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. No. So I'm I'm fascinated to know. um, For something like just a a regular unarmed combat, how long would that usually something like that take if you're using for like a minute as opposed to making maybe a minute with like armed combat or say you don't have to worry about having music underneath and you just have two people unarmed. Just fighting? Just fighting. And it can be those I would also write out if I know what's coming into it. Sure. If it's two people and I will figure out exactly the moves and how we're going to design that. A lot of times it ends up, and I'm, I'm sorry to go back to it, like, but no, when it's, the, it's weird when there are so many people, and this is where I know that a lot of people in my industry will be like, no, you should write that all down. And I do for some things, but a lot of times I don't have the option because I don't know how many. Of when course. there's two people, an unarmed fight can take, again, in your head, I can t- it can take me an afternoon to write it. Sure. If it's short, a minute of unarmed combat's a long time. It can be, yeah. Between mm-hmm. two people can be a lot if it's consistent fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can just, it take, it, it's just, it's, it's a lot. But then when you go in, I've actually also, we've had, I've had fights and worked with the actors and the performers will be, you know, they, they click in with it. Their bodies seem to click in sure. with it and we can choreograph something in an hour and a half and they're practicing and practicing and they're now starting to move and they're able to kind of say their lines into it or do what they need to do. Absolutely. I've had single moves, one single slap and we end up working it for 45 minutes straight because it's just not it's the only slap it's the only it's an absolutely crucial part of the story and it looks like nothing uh, forever right it's just nope the timing's off the timing's off and people see it and if they're waiting for this one thing it has to be especially if it's building and building and building and building right makes it that much more important looking at now i'm fascinated to know what's been one of your most fun choreography moments that you've ever had to like do oh you could either be in it or you choreographed it yourself oh so so fun okay so i love this all right right so i i they're all all of the shows are like i adore them like i love all of this and it's super fun um i will say 
No, I, it, that's really, really hard. I'm sorry. Because, I I, every, because every fight's going to be different and there's reasons for it, right? Of course. I love, I, again, I love a significant sword fight. I love that. What's been one of your most fun then? Not the f- most fun. One of your ones that sticks out in your head. I had a great time um, with... Oh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have a stroke. Let me just have a stroke for a second and go, <laughs> dear heavens, okay. daffodils, big fish. Oh, okay. Big okay. fish with Sandy Belcher and yep. and uh, Jackie was in that, and it, a, a good portion, a good number of friends, and that was a lot of fun to choreograph. I met a lot of new people there, nice. and it was a moment. That was an experience where it was. We have a fight here. Oh, by the way, it needs to last this long. Oh, by the way, there's music. But it was an opportunity to kind of kind of move into that, and I think that the movements ended up being that was a lot of fun to work with everybody because everyone committed fully to it. I really enjoyed the combat in that. Um, nice. I think uh, Dangerous Liaisons, yes. as far as a sword, a protracted sword oh, fight at the so end of the duel, which was wonderful because it was really one of my first shows uh, into In the Valley. Yeah. Um, I had taught a class at uh, Blue Ridge. I had stepped in. and I was I in met, that one. I, right? <laughs> and I met Scotty. I met Scotty. And, Scotty. And, and he said, hey, by the way, they're doing this show at this theater called Oak Grove over the summer. You should meet John Fergosi. He's doing Dangerous Liaisons. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I did. And we got to go in and, and do that duel. And it was really an opportunity to do some very interesting work. And I, and I met Jackie because she was lead in that. And it was an opportunity to, you know, eventually uh, marry someone. And so that's nice. <laughs> that went very well. That show was a very, very good It production. was very life changing it was a life-changing production mm-hmm. and so i hold a lot of, of of love for that production but uh it was a great opportunity to do um a linear duel on gravel oh, yeah on that in gravel in front of the stage lip and it needed to stay john brilliant director went yes. but i'd like it to stay here mm-hmm. and you have this because at oak grove the audience then is, is literally only right a few next feet to away yep. so you're moving swords but he didn't want them on stage and there's a small gravel track mm-hmm. and anytime they switched we had to make sure that everything was very specific oh it was so cool so there was a lot of thank you I it was, that. Yeah. they did so well the, they, those gentlemen were phenomenal and they we just worked it and worked it so it was a very I'm so sorry I have to go now. to the peanut gallery for this Jackie um, who was the who was the two guys in that one Because God, it was almost. He was in high school and he turned eighteen right before uh, production, and I had to make out with him before production, (laughs) which made me a pedophile, and it was gross. Hey, it's all right. I I I just got out of college (laughs) and I was I was in a show with Terry Southerington. We had to kiss, and of course, I'm just like, this is kind of odd, isn't it? But they 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 wanted it, so I was like, okay, cool. I can't remember. But Thad, I remember Thad. Thad. I remember Thad. It was Thad amazing. Is- yes. <laughs> he said both of them. The young gentleman was one of those teenagers who was know, kind of right? like, oh, you? Is it you? Because he got it and he picked up the sword and he's like, oh, is it like this? Yes, it's like that. <laughs> yes, you look fantastic. Yes, I've only been working so, on this for 30 years. Well done. And so he was, was a, great. So he's a natural. He was a natural. Okay, and right. Thad, worked mm-hmm. so, Thad was also brilliant and has, yes. had, had combat experience, but he took it very, like, he wanted to know the reasoning behind all the movements and everything, and it made a better fight because we wanted to talk about what, why, why it this way, and so it was great. 
And I really enjoyed that. And I have, like, there's lots of others. That that really stands out to me is, like, that was a really strong. And shoot, I still remember it to this day. And that's, uh, God, that was what, 2011, 2012, Jackie? Uh, that was 2011? Nine or ten years ago. Yeah. 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 But still something that sticks out to my mind because it was so cool being, I wish I could have been front row for that. Just to have like, oh, well, this is going to smack me in the head. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> have to keep leaning back, making sure it's not going to hurt me. <laughs> so how about a, a bucket list show that you haven't had a chance to work on yet, Ooh, but you yeah. would love to? That I'd like to choreograph? Yeah, okay. sure. So it's a little known. Mm. Oh, and then I'll give you a different one. So there's two, because I did the choreography for it, but I really want to do it here. But the one that I okay. have never fully choreographed is Zastrazzi, Master of Discipline. Okay. Mm. And it is a... Um, Brian Walker, it was written in the 70s, it is five people, and every, just about everybody just get, dies, and it's a, it's a very <laughs> melodramatic, over-the-top period pseudo piece, Cool. everybody is the absolute archetype of their character, and the bodies just litter the stage, <laughs> and there's so much combat, and I would love to do it. I'd love to be in it, but I'd really want to just do it, because I want it now, I feel like well, I got my exposure to it. In um, in '97 was a, was when it was a it was a okay. side show that we kind of did. We did the actors of the Lost Colony on the weekends when they're not doing the big show. There was a performing group, and we would all audition, and we'd do these small plays to keep ourselves entertained during the summer. So we were doing something else, and I got to see it there and and work on it there. But it wasn't like I think I'm better now. And I'd really like okay. to, like, I think that's been a long time because, so you now I'm like, I, would, I have more experience and, and sure. I think I could tell a different, I like, to, and I didn't choreograph it then. And okay. I think I could tell a different story and I'd really like to, and it would be, it would be the, the kind of show where you would have, you're rehearsing for the play yeah. and you're spending the equivalent amount of time in combat just training fight combat. because <laughs> everybody needs to be. Or a good portion of them need to be very highly trained and appear very highly trained for these. And so that I would love that. I would also love to do, and I had an opportunity to do this choreography when I lived in California, um, and it's Bullshot Crummond, which okay. is a take on the, um, the uh, Bulldog Drummond mysteries. So it's a British comedy. There's five people in it. Nice. One person plays like 30 characters. And there's a nice. lot of physical comedy. comedy. And it is a really... Um, it's great. It's super funny. And I, I would love to get a chance to do that again. See, I, that again. the funny thing, you bring up physical comedy. I would love for at some point to see you direct a physical comedy around here. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be so fun. Especially that. with your stuff and fight choreography. Thank you. I'm sure you can make everything look realistic, safe, and also funny. Speaking of I that, that, a little bird just whispered in my ear that Larry was nominated for an award in California. Is that oh. correct? Yes. So please tell us. <laughs> uh, all right. First, so for that first, show, we need to hear first, this. where did you live out in California? I lived in uh, San Rafael and Forest Knolls, which is in Northern California, oh, just okay. north of the Golden Gate, nice. um, into Marin in Marin County, and heading up towards like uh, into the Redwoods, as you think. Like in those, both of those towns are that's gorgeous. In Northern California, um, and I worked at the Barn Theater in. Um, in San, An- San Anselmo, right? It's at Ross is actually the town and it's right there and it's a very small, it's literally a barn <laughs> that was turned into a theater which is a fantastic community theater. Nice. Um, and we did, it was Bullshot and it, so it was Bullshot Crummond and, okay. and yeah, I, so I was nominated for Best Fight Choreography in the Bay Area wow. Um, wow. for that and um, 
and, good- and I liked it, so it was nice. Yeah. And it's a jo- and it's an honor to be nominated because it went up against you know some of the like the major San Francisco theaters and people who are far more talented than I am in what they do and so it really was a very like just to be a, like to see my name in a list was kind of like that's cool because that's a national level theater that they're yeah. that, that, you know that that's I'm, I'm up against and so it was very lovely like it was wonderful and I again that's been several years and I think it would be it would be really interesting to revisit a show that went well yeah. And to try that again and to kind of see what could change in it and do some. And now that you've got some experience time. and stuff like that. I have some more time Just like now. I want to see you more on acting side of things because I saw you over the rainbow like we were talking Thank about you. earlier. Yeah. Wonderful in that. Thank you. So I'd, I'd, I'd love you on the stage combat side. I also want to see you on the stage more, friend. Well, thank you. So speaking of that, um, what's a role that you would love to do at some point? I know okay, you talk honestly, about that. Honestly, bucket list. I sure. want to be the witch in the Wizard of Oz so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I so want to do the witch. Yes, and be fun. Because I, now I realize they don't have to sing that much. They don't kind of sing. Know. And so I'm like, I really, I just really want <laughs> to do that so much. And I would love oh. that. And um, just getting done myself with that musical, it's, it, the witch is probably the most fun character in that. Seriously, really. yeah. She's so fun. And I'd love to, honestly, now that you think about it, I'd love to just have a gender swap of all of those. Dorothy be a man. Mm-hmm. I'd love for Brent Hall to do that. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> Instant comedy. That would be amazing. Yes. Oh, we do so well. <laughs> right? And what a voice. Exactly. Uh-huh. this phenomenal voice to do that. Exactly. Oh, Make it so hear him fun. sing over the rainbow. Well, can we do that? Uh, I mean, we could try. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know who would want to take that on, but I think we could just do it out of our own. We should totally (laughs) just meet together and do this. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But, uh, all right, so, uh, Witch in the Wizard of Oz, is there any, how about anything that's not a musical then? Oh, yeah, lots. Um, You know, a lot of the plays, and, and, uh, Jack and I have talked about this sometimes. I'm like, because I'm now, you know, now that I'm in my 80s, um, it's, (laughs) it's, Shut up, Larry, uh, shut up. (laughs) Here at the end of my life. (laughs) Like, I can't, like, I would love to play Tybalt, or oh, nice. Mercutio, okay. and to get Ooh. one of these, I'd like to. I had the opportunity. I was very. It was in high school, but I, I'd love to try Cyrano again. Nice. Um, as an adult, right? Yeah. And I feel like I'm like it's better now that I'm older, right? Like I think you that got would the be better. Like I'm just I'm just older, you know. And I think that Cyrano <laughs> needs to be older, and you got to like that's a lot going on there. And you know, it, even as you ask me this, I'm like, what are the other plays? There's lots. I think that those sure. are the ones that kind of I would like to try something. Stick out in your head. I mm. really like comedy. I like doing that as much as I love the telling a story through aggression um, in a lot of ways. Like I like making people laugh or freaking mm. them out. Um, it's always a fun I one. really would like to make people deeply uncomfortable and I'm not a hundred percent, you know, but there's, so there's some good roles out there for that. I just like to kind of play in and like, see what you can, you know, I enjoy that. I don't like um, super drama as far as performance. Hmm, sure. Because the world is hard enough. Yeah. And people some, need to laugh. Yeah. And I, I think especially now in today's world, yeah. they need more laughter. Yeah. I, I want you to go in and kind of go, listen, I can make you slightly uncomfortable and I don't mind having serious moments. I think that's sure, wonderful. Yeah. But in general, I don't really want to make you cry. Um, oh, wet man. yourself. Yeah, I'd love to make you wet yourself, but I don't want you to cry. <laughs> wet to yourself in laughter. Wet yourself in laughter. <laughs> yes. Or just, you know, discomfort is totally fine. <laughs> discomfort. That's a good one. Okay. Is, I'll have to think of some roles that provide discomfort. Discomfort. And incontinence. And it comes at the same time. Okay, can I tell you something terrible? So this wasn't me, and it's still one of those fantastic pieces. So my mentor was David Dirsch, and, and okay. he, was, uh, uh, he taught at William & Mary for a period of time, and he's a remarkable combatant and an incredible instructor. Nice. Um, and it was really the reason that, I'm, that I do this, that I, I adore this. Nice. Um, he did, um, he did the, the Scottish play, mm. um, okay. and 
they came in to Macduff's family. I shouldn't even say this out loud. It was still one of the best pieces, the most mortifying pieces of choreography ever. Okay. He, uh, the Scot grabs the baby from Lady Macduff. Okay. And the baby doll, which of course was a baby doll, sure. was rigged with bubble wrap. Oh. And he cracked the doll neck, oh. calming the bubble wrap. So you heard the bubble wrap popping sound oh my God. as he broke this child's neck, supposedly, oh. and then dropped it to the stage and dragged it off by the swaddling clothing. And several people in the audience got up and left. Wow. I can understand why. And, and in that, it was like, that's theater. Yeah. If you can do something so visceral that people have to leave, and it's clear it's a doll. Yeah. But the implication of what that was was like that. And I, it almost changed for me. Like that was, he, we were still in certification. We were all of that. I'm like, I have never seen anything like that on stage. I've yet to see anything like that on stage. I don't know in this valley if we could ever do that without being Ooh, run yeah. out on a rail. I don't think I, people would like me anymore. But that, like <laughs> what that meant, I don't even know what other show you could ever use that for. I just hold that in my head. Just go like, well, if you really wanted to portray someone as super friggin' evil, then that is the thing you need to yeah, do. Yeah, that's true. Because if you can actually get people to get up out of the seat that they paid good money for. And walked away and walk away then that's hey that takes talent yeah, that that stands as one of the moments exactly going, oh, and, no look and what it, this can do look what we can do and tell a story and make that happen and that was like yeah this is it i gotta i'm not doing that i yeah. gotta kill babies I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh matt, man now i'm not gonna <laughs> all right matt we have to jot that down for a future project <laughs> Wow. Okay. So is that the like the most in intense thing? What's the most intense thing you've had to choreograph yourself? Ooh, I know. Well, so there's lots of things and lots of different stories. Probably the most upsetting thing that I've done was extremities. Okay. Um, I did that in Wilmington, in North Carolina, and uh, there's a there's an attempted rape scene between oh. one of the guys and and it's a it's a small cast uh, it's three women as roommates and this guy breaks in mm -hmm. and um attempts to attempts to rape her and so we worked that mm -hmm. a lot and this yeah. was before i'm sure there has always been the idea of intimacy choreography mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and and coordination but we had to really sit with this and go we're friends and how are we going to make sure we stay friends? Because to make this look real, we're going to be, this is uncomfortable. And how are yeah. we going to talk this through? And we spent a lot of time doing it. Um, and I think it went very, very well. But it was a, it was a very methodical process. And something like that is super to tough that. to... Um, it really was. Yeah. It really was. And if you don't know it, then she ends up like turning the tables on him and like ties him up and like shoves, sprays a bunch of bug spray in his face and shoves him in the fireplace and berates him for the rest of the show and discusses all. <laughs> it's a really interesting. He gets fight. his comeuppance. Wow. He does, and it's good. very, very good, interesting. Good. Uh, and he does not succeed in what he was attempting. Good. But it was leading up to this, and it was a lot. It was a lot of, and so that's probably the most uncomfortable uh, okay. thing. But all right. Do you prefer uh, smaller casts for your fight choreography, or do you prefer bigger ones? I know you. We talked about you know sometimes you just kind of get told things. Hey, you need this, and it goes under this. And I both have their appeal. Okay. Um, I think that um, having a there's nothing like a big fight scene. There's nothing like tons of people on stage and a lot of movement, and it's very very exciting. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about it, and I had forgotten hunter gatherers at live arts. Nice. Um, 
was Brie Luck uh, directed that at Live Arts and, and honored me with the opportunity to do the combat. And a good portion of that end of that show is a pretty long two-person, halfway comic, halfway not. And there was a lot of that. And it was a lot of fun just to work with cool. four people in all the movement. And so you kind of saw them and you like knew and they were like, well, can we not do this? Can we do that? And they felt freer. And we were really talking more, more closely about what feels right for your story, what feels right for your character. And we can mm-hmm. have, we had a lot more time. And we always tried to do that. Please, guys, I hope that doesn't sound like, you know, I try to obviously understand the show as much as possible. What is your character capable of? What is your character doing? How have we, who are they? Yeah. Right. Um, the joke line that I tell all the kids when I go to schools is like, Romeo doesn't know Kung Fu. So you can't, we can't make it look like this if there's no, not another story going on, right? We're setting right. it somewhere else or it's something kind of anachronistic. And so we want to make sure that the actor can do it, but it makes sense for the story and it makes sense for their, the, um, who the character that they've created, even away from the script has become. Nice. Well, I, I don't think they teach that at ASC the other Rebecca. What? Romeo the, doesn't know Kung Fu? Uh, no, th- that's not one of those little topics there. But <laughs> It'd make a great class. It would. It would. would. That would be so fun. Ro- it's like Romeo and Juliet, but the entire fight choreography is like 1970s Bruce Lee and the Dragon. Oh, I'd be, love everything about that. That would be interesting, right? That would be, be so right? cool. It would be. If the language and the, and the costume still. Pull it back. Pull it like sure, 1970s yeah. and do the whole thing. Yeah. You know, this one over here uh, just completed Midsummer Night's Dream uh, in the 80s, the 80s. Uh, with her school at Buffalo Gap High, and it yeah. was impeccable, and it's exactly where Midsummer should be. Jackie, I'm so what sorry that I... What a time period that was for mm-hmm. that. I'm so sorry that I hate really? Shakespeare, otherwise I would have loved to have seen it. I'm so sorry. Well, and I, I still love you too, girl. We'll get to work together soon. Now, speaking of that, yes, we both had the pleasure of working with you as a fight choreographer, mm-hmm. Winnie yeah. the Willows, yes. which that was that had to be a heck of a chore thing to grab because you know you have the music, of course, you have yes. yeah how many children? There's a lot, you There's have a lot of kids. How many kids. adults too? Is at least what thirty some odd people? That was a lot, and that was one where we did do that. That was done in, in organically in space. I came into that because we did not know how many other people, and, and by the time I showed up, it was like, oh. Well, and I love Anne, but she probably didn't even know how many people she was going to have in that too. No, because I think again the children, and we had added yeah. some different different characters, and I, I mean, I'm sure she had a solid idea, but when oh, you I'm see sure it all did. on stage, and then you go, this is this many people, and they all need to move, and there's a table here, and this box is downstage, and this yeah. is happening, and how is this going to play out? Like so many a lot things of going on in that scene yeah. for sure. Like even, but even, I'm, but and honestly, being able to just watch him go organically and be like, all right, so here's what you can do. You can take this and come in with me. But you can take this cane. I love this cane. You can use that. Trip him over here and smack him across the head with it. That's perfect. All right, you're going over here. Mm-hmm. You were just bang, 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 bang. Thank you. And it was impressive to watch. Oh yeah. You're always so impressive to watch Thank when you're you. going and banging this stuff out. I appreciate it. it. Sometimes it sometimes it flows and I feel like okay, this is what I've been doing. Yeah. And I've done this enough now and I feel like I can do this and hopefully it'll work. And it makes me no, one of the things that makes me the happiest is if we can go, okay, how long is this? Let's prep this out. Yeah. Let's block this. Now let's play the music and let's see if it fit. And there is nothing quite as gratifying as having it end within one or two seconds of the music, which means it worked. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we did this. And if everybody moves, because the nice part about that, this is as fast as the fight will ever be. And so there's a limitation. And I kind of like that, those bookends, because we don't have to worry about, like, you can't fight faster. You can't, because actors, uh, adrenaline. 
Mm-hmm. And we yeah. have a tendency to move. Oh, you have an audience. You, this is your opening night. You mm-hmm. want to look good. And you move a little quicker than you probably should. Even Absolutely. If even if you, hopefully you practice and practice and practice. So it's, mm-hmm. it's muscle memory with very focused intentionality. You know what you're going to do, but you're really thinking about it. Yeah, your hand may kind of go in that direction if you've done it enough, but you True. really know what's coming next. Yeah. And then to, but to know that that music says, we start here, it's done here. That's kind of nice, especially with a crowd. Yeah. With a crowd, yeah. it keeps you in. When you get the tempo of the music, too, it helps you from not going, yes. like you said, going overboard with the adrenaline and stuff. That's why I've always loved with any fight choreographer, you especially, hey, fight call. You want to do it half speed, three quarter speed, full speed. full speed. We'll run each one of them through. If we don't feel comfortable, we can always go backwards to it. You can back it up. And again, even full speed is still, it's like, what's show, show speed should never be? We can't go full speed. We're not in danger, yeah. right? We're not actually fighting. So we don't have that that fight or flight adrenaline that's going to fuel us during like actual combat versus this is what we're telling the story about. And so to keep it safe, we still know that we've got, we're within an easy manipulating range. Sure. I was now, I know this is a very morbid question for something like this. Have you ever seen a production where you can tell fight choreography has not been involved or have you actually ever seen a real fight on stage? Okay, so when you say a real fight is in it, they they're they, physically connecting. Oh, uh, yeah, like legit. Not, not punches. Okay, but I have seen people live slapped on stage, which I think is atrocious, which should never ever happen. Yeah, I know there are a lot of actors who are like, no, no, just hit me. No, no, don't ever just hit. No. Um, it's terrible. Because you can always the, hurt yourself doing. You that. can hurt. You can you hurt them. Hurt you. Hurt mm. do. I've had. I have three friends in different productions that I was not attached to who told me that their eardrums had ruptured during stages oh. because yeah. of impact slaps mm-hmm. where the person's hand came up too high to the ear and it created suction and they ruptured. And then what do you do for the rest of the show now that you're in excruciating pain and are probably bleeding out of one of your ears? And you can't hear. You can't hear. It rings, right? It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to hurt anybody. Like that's when I so, think if you hit like the wrong part of your jaw, you can dislocate your jaw sure, doing something like that. Dislocate the jaw, they can bite their lips, they can break their nose, they can slip. Slapping people hurts. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I've never understood why. Like, oh, please calm down. And somebody would slap someone to calm them down. I'm like, well, that's not nice. No, that's, that's not never friendly at all. How therapeutic <laughs> are you? But it, you know, so I've seen I've seen what looks like actual like that slap. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I cl- I have seen choreography where adrenaline has taken over because it moves in a way that tells me that I'm no longer concerned for the character. I'm concerned for the the actors on stage and like, that's not safe. Um, and it's a constant reminder. Anytime I've ever been like, Oh, lesson learned. Like this is, this is what happens with this. This rug wasn't fastened. This Mm -hmm. couch wasn't set. I've seen furniture slide when people hit it and like, no, that has to be like, crossbar anchored onto the stage deck itself or it has to be built in such a way those things all have to be conversations and a lot of times it's just not it's not considered i don't want to ever put cast dispersion or blame i think a lot of times people go oh i didn't realize that that would be the best way it's a couch it's cushioned fall on it yeah but there's a lot to be taken into account when um when there's people human beings are neat a lot of little details a lot of details hospital hospital not hospital hospital. we do not want a hospital don't want a hospital Mm Uh, well, this has been fun so far. I've, I've always wanted to ask you this because I don't sure. think a lot of people know. Now, I'm going to get this wrong. You're not ordained. 
You're a chaplain, aren't you? I am a chaplain. Okay, I got that one right. So here's, here's where, the, where the tires screech in the background and people go, what? You're what? <laughs> you're what? So, so yeah, a man of the cloth without the cloth in a lot of ways. Um, Larry, you're not naked right now. Okay? I'm not. I'm happily dressed. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you're just talking about not having cloth. I got to just make sure people, the mental image for some yeah, folks. Yeah, it is. I'm in a beautiful right Chanel now. skirt. Um, <laughs> you look gorgeous. Hey, like that uh, Broadway show I saw last year at the Grove. Thank I love that. That was nice. Thank you. That fit very well. So um, it looked great. So the other side of my life is as I work. Um, I'm, a, I'm a chaplain, and I graduate Eastern Mennonite Seminary, and I serve as a police chaplain for the city of Waynesboro, uh, Waynesboro oh. Police Department, um, which connects to a good portion of the rest of my non-theatrical life and and what I do. Nice. Um, and it allows me a lot of interaction uh, when people need it. And, or whatever people need. And, and, it's, and so it's just, a, I kind of imagine, you know, there's no video for this, but it's like the, 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 the yin yang, like it's a very, like there's no other way to describe it, but it's like a good, like I'm not good in a lot of ways and I'm not a good person and I, and I know that and I work on that a lot and I'm, for good or bad or otherwise, I, I try. But um, a lot of times I'm like, this is how I get, like the combat is how I get out the bad oh, because okay. I can tell a story and I can get a whole lot of hideous violence out sure. of my system so I can focus on being a better person in the rest of my life because I don't have the same urge. Because I'm like, you know what I want to do? I want to stab a bunch of people. How lucky that I was just asked to do a show. You know, and I can, get I can stab these people. I can stab these people. But I don't feel, you know, I feel like that's where the energy can go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very creativity. Um, I think, like, even Stephen King, I think, has written about some of that of like, wow, I have these terrible thoughts, but if I put it in a book, mm. yeah. I can put this and make a really, really dark book and it gets rid of it and it's a place to put it and it's this is, and I like it, the fact that it tells a story and I can give this story out and aid in a production and helping tell their story more importantly. Um, but, but the rest of my life can be, you know, just, just a little more helpful, a little more caring. And, and, and I can, it sounds very I can therapeutic for you. It is. It is. And That's I hope cute. that it is for other people when I, when I, if I'm of service to them. Of um, but it allows that. And it's something that I truly love. It's just another aspect. Do you ever get those two sides mixed up? Like, do you ever get stabby when you're doing the chaplain thing? And <laughs> No, although I do collect a lot of knives. And the officers go, he's got a lot of pocket knives. But, um, Are you on some sort of list, Larry? <laughs> at least one. Maybe several. But, uh, but Local I, authorities know who you know are. Who I, they kind of do. They know who you they are. They know who I am. But... Uh, no, I try never to, right? I'm like, I know what we need to do. This person's incredibly sad about something terrible going on. You know what we should do? Take a swing at me. Come on. We'll make it look great. And that's no, heaven forbid. Um, you got to take them through the fight choreography first. You can't just let them live, live slap yeah, you. That might hurt. Awful. Oh, it will. Oh, it will. Well, I mean, funny you bring up Stephen King. So What we'll, a great segue. Was that, was that good for you? I almost feel like you did that on purpose. Mr. Matthews, since you are the head of that, do you want to uh, make that announcement? Yeah, I guess we can announce now All since right. it's in the Oliver program, which opened tonight. And of course, well, Larry's going to be involved helping us with it, too. Tarkin, Rebecca, and I, and Larry is our fight choreographer, are going to be doing Stephen King's Misery at Shannon Arts. <laughs> Stand. Yeah. That'll be so fun. We're all very excited. Oh, oh yeah. Very excited. <laughs> this has been in the making for I don't know how long now. It's been a while At now. least for while, six yeah. months now. At least, yeah. So we are very excited. Thank you for bringing up Mr. Stephen mm-hmm. King. Of course, I'm very excited. The opportunity to do something very different. I've never, mm-hmm. oh, I've, yeah. never you know, I've not had a chance to work on that show. And there's some very, very specific things without oh, wrecking yeah. it for anybody and don't want to say it. But there's some very specific violence and movement yes. there's a lot of yep. physicality that needs to take place with well, that's that. the one thing we we're like super excited to have you on board for was because a lot of those a lot of the show 
the writer's character is not able to move his lower mm-hmm. body, and he literally will have to drag himself across the street, yeah. across the stage. However, we're gonna have to work that. It's gonna be really fun, and there's gonna be a lot of whoever we get That's for the writer is gonna be like, a <laughs> yeah, I almost feel like in this fun. show. You know, you, you you maybe are used to coming in for just certain fight scenes for mm-hmm. shows, but it's almost like we're going to need you for most of the show you yeah, know, to figure honestly. out how to do things. So There's a lot to look in forward this one. To. Yeah, there really is. Yeah. There's a lot. It's you, very intriguing. You were talking about a sledgehammer earlier. Yes. We're definitely going to need that sledgehammer. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Because we're going to use that for the mm, those scenes. Something that happens with a sledgehammer. So. <laughs> I wonder what that could be. I have no idea, but it's, <laughs> but it'll be sledgy. It will definitely be sledgy. And that's and it's great. And again, I was mentioning, like there's some really phenomenal people out in the world who make some really fantastic theatrical level weaponry nice. that allows you to do things safely because it's purpose-built and it's purpose-driven and it's industry and it's folks who are able now with 3D printers and foam vacuum mm-hmm. systems and people are creating just these incredible things. Cosplay really has yes. really opened the world for us. I mean, people are able to do it on their own, but to, then to go, that looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. We can, And it's absolutely safe. Well, it's as safe as it's going to be under the circumstance, but it's of thought of that way. They look at it that way and you're going in so you don't have to mock something up or, you know, I can cut, let me, let's take a hammer and let's dip it in rubber or let's make this as, little, <laughs> as soft as we can or right. let's do these like, so you can find some really fantastic stuff. What's one of the most favorite things you've come across like weapons wise that you've found? That somebody's made? Or how about anything, like, you brought your menagerie of, of weaponry. <laughs> like the menagerie, that's nice. The menagerie of <laughs> weaponry. It's, it's glass. Um, of the, of, so there, there's lots of people who make some phenomenal stuff. So you, of uh, The most interesting thing that I've seen people Sure. Do? All right, so I haven't had a chance to actually, it's not here and I haven't had a chance to purchase, but I'll build them up and like anybody who hears this, go find it. It's called Street Forge Armory and they're in North Carolina. Okay. They are making and training um, continental African martial art weaponry Ooh, that, okay. and it's beautiful and they are making these things. They are theatrically inclined, but they are also active martial artists who are keeping fight styles alive and training and teaching these things. And they're doing some of that. And that's some of the most interesting, fantastic stuff. And they're forging practice training level, blunt level weaponry. Ooh. They have some sharp stuff and you can get it sharp, but they sure. make theatrical level weaponry. Um, that you can't find like nothing like it. And I think that's incredible because it's going to give an opportunity to tell stories that are, haven't been told in the same way, right? You can't, you know, it's not the same. Sure. You can, you can set it here, but it's an anachronistic sword or it's not really like, it's just, this gives people a chance to really get into that. Oh, that is super fun. About, um, oh, so thank you. So I, I think we can, Titus Andronicus, uh, will be performed at the Jefferson school. Um, and, nice. and, and the African-American playwrights guild is going to be working that, um, cool. Leslie Scott Jones, uh, is going to be working on that. And so we're, they're moving and they're setting Titus in, uh, in continental Africa and nice. it's going to be quite, quite remarkable. And so I think that's going to be a very exciting thing. And that'll be taking place this summer. Um, Where at? so, so at the, at the actual, at the Jefferson school, there's a theater upstairs cool. in there, which everybody needs to go and see. They're doing incredible work. They're doing remarkable things. They're, uh, consistently doing the August Wilson's playwright play cycle, uh, all of his plays. Uh, and, and they've been doing an incredible, incredible job. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal theater and it's definitely, and you're not going to get a chance to see it anywhere else. There's not a lot of it being performed yeah. and you really want to go and see this and support them. Uh, excellent work. Awesome. Now, uh, what about a favorite weapon that you've come across? 
Like, what's maybe your favorite out of your entire catalog? Out of my whole catalog of weapons? Your okay, whole I have catalog. so many things. Um, How many things do you have? I have all of them. Okay. I have all of the things. <laughs> There's so not a numerical to, number to it. It's much just all to of them. my incredibly wonderful patient wife's chagrin, I have an armory <laughs> that... He has everything he's ever had since he was born. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I mean, for maybe. my birthday, you gave me this beautiful <laughs> knife, and I, I still carry around to this day to be safe in my car because hey, safety is important. Safety is important. You got to be careful. And you never, you know. never know when you yeah. have to, you know, you, whether it's a piece of cake, of course, or, or you know, mostly in my job is a lot of cardboard boxes or cardboard boxes, and the cardboard comes at you from all directions. You right? did or not you give him that knife so so that he could cut cake. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's it, move on. It, so it depends. Is it a dep- person made out of cake? <laughs> hey there. <laughs> I would say, and everyone would probably have to go and look it up. It's called a guitar. Um, oh, or yeah, actually, yeah. or you could just look on. Um, I think Assassin's Creed has brought this weapon back into the yes. forefront, and it's so, in, yes. it is a uh, continental Indian uh, India a punch dagger that was carried and you would grip the grip this crossbar and there's metal bars that go down the bottom of your hand and on both sides of your wrist and a yep. blade sticks out of your knuckles oh, and yeah. uh, it is amazing and you will <laughs> Super do fun. hideously it's it's a lot of fun it's it would be a very high level of murder um could you ever use that during a show i do not have one that is that is stage worthy okay. and um i have a real one and i, I was lucky enough oh, to find wow. a historic one but um i do not and it's it would be very hard we would have to be doing a play where the weaponry does not re- the, the time period and weaponry don't need to match because yeah. it would be it's specifically found in this one country and during a certain period of time and it did not cross over no. that's the only place where you find these but I, I mean, think unless, they're amazing well unless you're an Assassin's Creed or you're an Assassin's Creed and you can I feel mean, free to pick can. up whatever weapon you want <laughs> exactly. and just carry it as you jump through windows and such and of course, they, that all took place. Shoot, I, I played the Assassin's Creed franchise. Love it to death, but it's from like 1600 to 1800. And you're like, that's not... That's, mm. that's a good wide range. Yeah, it's, it's that's really a lot nice. of years. It's nice. Well, actually, no, I think 600 oh, AD. Oh, year 600? Okay. 1800 AD. Because they go anywhere from like the pre-Egyptian phase all the way to Industrial Revolution Britain. Right on. And you're just like, that is not possible. But it's fun. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> it's yeah. fun. And that's fine. Entertaining. <laughs> then you can just go up to somebody and, and get there right in the neck, right in the jugular. Super fun. Super fun. Super fun. In a game. In a game. In a game. In a game. In, let me repeat that. In a game. <laughs> game murders. Really. It, yeah. In a game. Right. Not in real life. <laughs> well, this has been super fun, Mr. Larry. Thanks do you, so do you guys have any other questions that I didn't bring up? I'm so sorry. We've been on an hour almost now for this. I'm so sorry. No. It hasn't felt like Larry. an hour. Heavens. This has been amazing. Larry, been you, are a, you. you are a wealth of knowledge. Thank you. That I appreciate that. I, I wish there were more f- great fight choreographers like yourselves, but I'm also like, Not well, in this area, but have. we wish there were more of them. Because yeah, I would, you, thank you. I would prefer there not be any more in this area either. I'd like to keep working. Be the only so one, yeah. I'd like to be the only one. You as have as ultimate can. job security. That's what I'm Heck hoping. Yeah. I'd like to keep doing good work so people keep going. You know, that would be great. Versus, you know, which is the yeah, alternative. Yeah, everyone. It's always Larry. So yeah, there's there's thank no you. issues with that one there. We, like you, we were talking with Sam the other day. It's, 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 very high regard mm-hmm. in that and everybody in there yeah. like I told you they were quoting not hospital not hospital 
hospital, not, not hospital. Because <laughs> again, you don't so want to. Well, you don't want to go to the hospital. You when do you're doing not want to go to the hospital. And, no. and some things happen to Samantha, and I won't spoil that for anybody. Because so go see Oliver, because yes. Oliver yep. is fantastic at Shannon Arts. Um, that cast same. has been very, that's been very receptive, and they've it's worked very fun. hard. Um, she's great. I hadn't had the opportunity to work with her before, and yeah. at all. This is my first show with Sam, and she's very. She was very open to things, and we talked, and she and she moves great, and it's really, a, it's been, it's been a lot of fun to work with her. She's fantastic. so, of course, funny enough uh first time i ever get to meet sam you bring up the wizard of oz you want to play the witch she was my dorothy i was the tin man so that was quite a trip (laughs) that you now want to be able to play the witch would be great yes that would be fun we definitely need to make that happen at some point because i i would i would put on a whole wizard of oz show just to see larry Mm -hmm. playing the witch you're very kind that's gotta happen awesome i think you look great in the black dress heck yeah Mm -hmm. and the nose like we would definitely you had for the show at the grove Mm, excellent yeah, Forbidden Broadway was that. Yeah, that was that was a ni- it was a nice surprise to be able to find something. And we're like, oh, it fit perfectly. Like I felt really good in it. it was and like, Larry, stop lying to me. You can sing. You did a wonderful job. Singing. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. I was uh, Melissa Dell did a <laughs> remarkably good job in, oh, well, in Melissa- making me be able to to uh, match. Uh, everyone else that is and, for and those of you who best. sing you mm-hmm. people like all of you yeah, all is. and all of these insanely <laughs> talented people here it's like you just do that and you stand up and notes come out of your mouth when you want them to at the note that you need it to be things come out of my mouth that are notes in no discernible order and they have to be shuffled like a deck of cards to be like that's kind of a play that was kind of a song good job <laughs> you it was not no, but it was it was not the first musical, but it was definitely a very difficult musical, and the songs are very hard in that for somebody who is not generally singing. Well, um, and I guess for me, really watching that, I don't, I don't even really consider that a musical. It was more of just a concert, more or less. Concert, yeah, like a, a concert with some comedy thrown yeah. in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's even more tough than just a, a musical. At least with a musical, I can be like, hey, you know, I can act and I can do all this other stuff. But yeah. you just fill me up on a concert. I'm just like. It was, it was much more akin to these guys I don't know. Yeah. this this it was terrifying jackie was like uh we got to do she directed uh rocky horror the rocky horror show yeah. so yeah. Yeah. Scale, and Classic. i got a chance and that was the first time i had sung on stage since high school when i was the, so that was really it but there was there was something else about one having all these musicians and rock music and a different and a story that i'd seen a hundred times and and all of that um and a character but the uh, doing just regular hey i'm just going to sing this song is a very interesting thing for those of us who generally don't exactly i commend you both in your high level of skill and talent and and continued abilities um i love watching you guys perform (laughs) oh yeah that reminds me uh I, I know you're done with your show i have yeah. one coming up that'll be harvey for the grove mm-hmm. june uh, is there anything before misery for you matt nothing for me no what about you larry do you have anything coming up after this so i will be doing um let's see i've been asked to do fight choreography for as you like it which oh. will be out in the ruins for four county players okay uh, nice. this summer i will be working on titus andronicus nice. uh in Charlesville for the for i know the you're gonna keep Charlesville. very busy um and uh, I think uh, Misery. I mm-hmm. think I'll, I'll be doing yes. Misery. And there is something else. And now, oh, and I was asked to do some some fights for uh, Kinky Boots, which will also be at Shannon Arts oh, yeah. later in August. Um, and I'll be interested to see exactly what's going on. And your one act in the in the uh, your one act in the fall. In the fall. 
All but we right. don't know what we're gonna. We'll be interested to see exactly how that will play out and know what, what that will become. And Jack okay. is gonna be a guest on this podcast very yes. soon. Right? She mm-hmm. is. Wait for that. I think we don't have you next week, but I think we'll have you for the next week after that because yeah. we're gonna be. We'll be in New York for then, so I might yeah. have to. Uh, I might just have to be like, we're taking a break. <laughs> We're having a fun a fun trip up to NYC we'll, to we'll, see a couple of shows. We'll give a review for all the shows. All right. So, uh, I'm sorry. Did you say what we're going to see? Do you want an NYC? Oh, uh, I don't know. This battery. I don't think this uh, this battery can last more than ten seconds, let alone do an entire trip. But we'll see. Yeah, never know. <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, I might just have to talk for like twenty minutes by myself about Harvey. <laughs> All right. Is is there anything? Should we give a cheer? We didn't even mention what the drink oh, was the drink. that we're doing. Oh, heavens. <clears throat> um, Rebecca should tell us about the drink. Yes, yes please, Rebecca. Yes, I, I'm very excited about this. I was just motioning to Tarkin being like, that drink. Oh, I thought you were just doing a cheers motion. I was <laughs> well, like, that oh. too, that too. <laughs> it was kind of a mix of both. But yes, yeah, so today uh, we chose, found this really, really fun drink recipe that we thought was very fitting for Larry and his style of things. And it is called Death in the Afternoon. So it is a fun. <laughs> It is a fun absinthe drink, uh, mixed drink, and it was actually created by er- Ernest Hemingway. Mm-hmm. So, fun fact, that is what we are drinking today and on what's Tipsy what's in Theater. the drink, Rebecca? Oh, well, this is actually pretty simple. So, it's um, absinthe, simple syrup, and um, people either use uh, champagne or, like, Prosecco. So, um, wow, and there goes the, there goes the bell. But... <laughs> It's yeah. telling us to wrap it up. Yeah, no. Originally, I was I was reading that uh, when this drink was originally created, they didn't add any sort of sweetness. But then, like as the years rolled by, people were just like, "Oh God, it's too strong." So they they added either um, like cubes of sugar to make it bubbly, or like simple syrup. So nice. Now Very we have good. it, like and it. it's a beautiful glowy green color. Well, it and is. it and it works, of course, because um, you guys just got back from Paris. We did, and we had an opportunity to have good Parisian absinthe and and really it was quite magical i highly recommend for anybody hearing this go to paris you should all go to paris although don't go right now because you said plane tickets were how much it was really expensive to go last minute plan ahead plan ahead but um it's everything that you've imagined what paris is is that so i highly recommend to everybody i can't say that enough because we went planning on it yeah i went (laughs) pre-pandemic like literally right before then yeah and i mean that gorgeous i had the hotel room right next to the Eiffel Tower. Mm. What you what all did you guys do down there? Oh my gosh. So we wandered a lot. Um we saw we went to Sacré-Cœur. Um Ooh. we went we saw Notre Dame which of course you can see from the outside you can't go in because they're Oh, they still can't go in. Damn. Okay. But beautiful. Uh we yes. wandered significantly up and down the Seine. Uh we the uh, Shakespeare and Company bookstore where all of the oh, lost yeah. generation writers went and cool. kind of be a list, be in a space where you know so many thoughts were held and so many conversations mm-hmm. um, and just really had an opportunity to walk and be uh, and just kind of see different things went to the Louvre which is oh, gorgeous phenomenal and there's all sorts of magical things there my heavens they have a lot they so, do there's pictures there they have so much artwork at the Louvre <laughs> it was lovely such a delightful surprise <laughs> Really did you ever go see the show at the Moulin Rouge we did not decide oh, to do the Moulin Rouge we if you do not. that do that at some point it's awesome Obviously, obviously, there's the uh, the ladies. They look great, but really, for <laughs> me, the stuff was all the other acts in between. Because mm-hmm. I remember one in particular. There was a girl who did an entire like ballet routine, but she was a contortionist, so she did everything on her hands and knees, or uh, well, uh, in her um, forearms, oh. hands and forearms, and literally just danced around like in a circle. Oh, it's crazy, crazy. Paris. 
Paris. <laughs> All right. Uh, any anything else from you guys? Thank I you for coming, Larry. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much for having you. me. I really appreciate oh, it. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for letting me talk to you. you I didn't know you were like, I don't know. Was people going to really be able to hear me for another hour? It's like, yes, absolutely. I'd hear you for two if I could. Heck you're yeah. very generous. You're well, very you're a wealth of knowledge, friend. Thank you. And it's been such a pleasure. Any thank any you, uh, last comments you have? Anything? Any nuggets I must have left out? Or I know I think you covered anything. Like I wish I appreciate. Oh, thank yeah, you. Thank a, you for being. Like so. I said, you're a, a wealth of knowledge, friend. Yes, of course. So um, on that note, cheers, y'all. Cheers. 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 And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your night. Thank you very much. <laughs>